spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. 2.3 WBAB, Roger and JP. Uh, special guest, a Long Island who, a Long Islander who, you know, stuff goes on sometimes. People are doing things maybe you don't know about, and now it's come to the forefront. His name is Carmine Cangelosi. You're from Oakdale, right? I am. I Actually, am. We, I think we live like maybe 200 yards away from each other. I had no idea. That's hilarious. Had really? Absolutely <laughs> no idea. How long are you in that house? I've been in this house for probably about 10 years, but I've been in Oakdale for, I would say, <laughs> three like, years old. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like, I'm in the house for 14 years, and I've never met Carmine mine once right. and all of a sudden my phone started ringing hey this is a guy calling from Oakdale he lives right by you he made a movie uh, Tom Berenger's in it yeah <laughs> really so what's the story? Yeah, you're a regular guy. How do you make a movie and uh, get to where you're at? How does this even happen? Well, what happened was when I was graduating high school many, many moons ago, I was just going to take over this contracting business that my father started, and uh, somebody gave me the itch to go get into this crazy business a little bit, and I tried, and it kept evolving, and I got I did some acting work, and then as it kept happening, uh, I guess I just was my, certainly my father's son, and didn't want to just wait on somebody that I never met to get me an audition that I probably won't get. So right. I just started looking at things that were, how can I employ myself? So I taught myself how to write, and I did a film years ago, kind of like Animal House or Days of Confused on Fire Island, like Ocean Beach, called okay. The Beach House. And uh, I just started writing this. And uh, So you wrote this movie. I wrote and it. And the I, premise is, like you had said beforehand, like kind of like a modern-day Western, but yeah. not a Western, but it's motorcycles. Well, <laughs> I ride motorcycles, and a lot of stuff I see that is motorcycle slanted uh, with movies and TV always seems like it's a biker gang. It's always it's negative, so, right? Yeah, it's yeah. always like this badass thing, and it's like, that, that's fine. There's room for all that. But I wanted to make something that had really more of a story. Mm -hmm. I, I always thought of it like a Western. So when people, when I was trying to pitch it, most people that I was pitching, as to whether it was investors or producers, they never rode a motorcycle, been on a motorcycle, just had the whole vibe of it. So right. they would always be like, oh, it's like wild hogs. And I'd say, no. It's no. like Easy Rider. I'd say, no. It's like Sons of Anarchy. I'd say, no. Think like Dances with Wolves. Think Unforgiven. Think that sort of vibe, you know? With motorcycles. With motorcycles instead. <laughs> but I always kind of always would uh, go back to like something like with Rocky, just because I always feel like even though Rocky's uh, you know, one of the best movies, but... It's not really about boxing. It's about mm. Rocky and Adrian. And My I always life. thought this was the story was about kind of like, you know, about this guy and his life. And he just happens yeah. to get on a motorcycle and go across country to kind of find himself. Yeah. So you, you've been doing movies as from when you started teaching yourself how to write. You've done a few movies. You've gotten experience. How do you get Tom Berenger and Keith David and Gina Gershon? I mean, you have a lot of people in this movie. Can you get me to kiss Gina Gershon? <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to kiss Gina Gershon for 30 years. <laughs> I think she's one of the most beautiful women Have ever. you kissed Gina Gershon? I have not. If I knew, not a bad-looking dude, you probably could pull that off. If, if, if I knew that I was going to get Gina Gershon, I might have wrote a scene. <laughs> but she was such a sweetheart. She's more beautiful in person. And uh, she was great. I, I just got really lucky you know i started writing this in 2002 I, what a I, long process yeah yeah wow. if i did if i knew how long it would take i don't know if i would have <laughs> right. started with this right. but you know as most things that are worth doing they take a while and uh you know now it's easy to reflect and say well i'm glad i did it but you know then as we mm -hmm. got tom it was almost like a domino effect like we got tom berenger and then 
we got Jeff Fahey, and then we got mm. Gina Gershon, and then we got Penelope. And before you knew it, it was kind of like, oh, wow, this is almost like that baseball term, like we were lengthening the lineup here. You right. Know? Does each star give you more and more credibility so yeah. the other ones find it easier to come on? Is that how it works? I think it is. I mean, I, I've never done this to this extent before. Yeah, so right. to me, it was almost like, who was the first one jumping in the pool? Right. You know, and then once somebody jumped in the pool, said, wow, the water's fine. Somebody else seemed a little bit easier to, it hmm. became more sellable. So how do you, you just have to start asking people for money? So I have this dream, can you pay for it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I've had this dream I've been working on since That's 2002. That's a tough spot to be in. Uh, can you pay for my yeah. dream, please? It's tough, it's tough because I've never really asked anybody for money in my life. Yeah, I could never do it. You know, it's horrible. It's a horrible feeling. If anything, I was like, one of those people that would kind of help people if they need right. a bit of money because they're working and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, you know, what? It's, it's almost like I always looked at writing as like writing an album. And, you know, you have the vibe you want to go mm -hmm. for, but essentially you got to sell yourself on the the vision right. and, and yeah, the sound yeah, yeah. you want to make because I can give the script to five different filmmakers, whether famous or not, and it's going to oh. It's It'll have that same sort of story, but it'll essentially be this, a different film with different actors and different music and different vibe. So you're really kind of selling yourself and I think having a construction, a contracting business, I sold gutters and leaders my whole life. So talking to all different types of people, yeah. whether it was somebody East Hampton or somebody, uh, in, a, in you know, in, in Brentwood or CR, whatever it was, right. I would always treat people the way I'd want to be treated. So it was just easy for me to talk to people. So I guess when they could see... You're not a the, scumbag. Yeah. I, you know, my <laughs> word means more than anything right. to this than, than making a film. So I guess people saw that. And yeah, so it yeah, wasn't yeah. like uh, the first stone I turned over was like, yeah, yeah here's a check. A lot of people want to get involved with movies. The problem is when it's time to write that right. check. Right. My wife doesn't want me to do it or I uh, something changed. Yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah. you can't get that time back. But that's what you, you know, that's the business we're all in. It's, you know, it's entertainment business. All right. Hang on, Carmine. We'll talk more with Carmine Cangelosi next. Local guy who's made a movie called American Dresser, a motorcycle road movie. And yeah, the story about a... Billy Gibbons is what we want to hear. Just one of my neighbors. Yeah, know? that's what it is. You know. My neighbor's doing great things. Hanging out with people who are the next... Uh, Oh, big God. director. I can't see the name of the director. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, one of those guys. Uh, we'll hear the Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top Story because he's involved with this movie, too. Coming next, right now, 741. Here's 10. Your BAB. BAB, Long Island's only classic rock. Roger and JP, 750. We're talking to Carmine Cangelosi, a guy from uh, Oakdale. Actually, he doesn't live that far from JP, which is kind of funny. You never knew that. Uh, but he made and a movie. Yeah. And, of course, I saw him yesterday in his driveway as I was coming home. <laughs> <laughs> so Carmine uh, made a movie called American Dresser. It has nothing to do with a uh, bureau or any furniture. It has to do with motorcycles. It's a motorcycle road movie. Tom Berenger, Keith David, Bruce Dern, Gina Gershon, Penelope Ann Miller, like names that we know. And so it's, uh, it's a big movie for a guy who's it's been in, it's trying been to in make the, it. It's been in the theaters all week mm. over in Stony Brook. Yeah, and so uh, with Carmine, it's called uh, American Dresser. So now you did this movie. Mm -hmm. Now you're doing, you have to score the movie. Yeah. And you get Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top <laughs> yeah. in this yeah, thing. How does that happen? How does a dude from That's Oakdale so cool. end up in a room <laughs> where you can get Billy Gibbons from ZZ to do mm. your dream movie? A lot of frequent flyer miles. Is it? Okay. Um, <laughs> but it's funny that you say that. We were saying where we were from, you and I, and my friend uh, would say to me, you did it. You did all this from your couch in Oakdale. I'm like... How have we lived this close to each other, not even ran into each other at 7-Eleven? I was actually thinking how we haven't run into each other at the deli or something. <laughs> yeah, right? Or at least the bar down the block. Yeah. Yeah, you know? Well, I guess we'll start that yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah. Now we'll, we'll not each other. That's cool. Um, but I was in Los Angeles editing this, and uh, a mutual uh, a producer of mine knew a mutual friend that was working uh, on Billy's new solo tour, uh, maybe like a year or so ago. And I sat down, and he was like, "Yeah, let me show you a little bit what I'm doing." And he started doing what he does best on his guitar. And uh, me and my producer awesome. were looking at each other like, oh "Holy wow, we got to get this guy." And 
well, somehow. Right. But, you know, you say... it fits your movie, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So we kind of... Like yeah, we, so we just kind of, like, said that back and forth to each other. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we got to see if we can get him. And then as it turned out, he mentioned to the, the mutual friend, ah, I was always thinking about maybe trying to do something for a film. And it was almost like they asked me... And, but they that they didn't. It was almost yes. Right. It was almost yeah. like as soon as, it, as soon as it fell out of the guy's mouth, I was like, yes, whatever he yeah. wanted to do. So oddly enough, he he um he wrote this song with this country rocker that he's really good friends with. This guy Tim Montana that kind of looks like a younger version of him with a big beard and everything. Super nice guy too. And they just wrote this song together based off the trailer. They never hmm. saw the film. They so it's the theme of the movie? That, that song would be like the theme song you would yeah, call? Yeah, yeah. The actual song is called American Dresser, which yeah. is the name of the film. And, uh, you know, once I get everything squared away, we want to do some sort of video for it and stuff like that. So, Ooh, so you got the, the movie's called American Dresser, yeah. and what you got Tom Berenger, you got Gina Gershon, and now you got Billy Gibbons in the mix. Like, what's okay? So, what's the premise? Berenger plays a, a Vietnam veteran, a widower who uh, kind of fallen apart since his wife has suddenly passed away. Falls back into drinking. His relationship with his daughters are becoming completely strained to the mm -hmm. point where it's like they can't even be in the same room with each other. And then while he's looking through his uh, ex-wife's stuff, which is Gina Gershon, he comes across a letter that she's hidden from him that propels him to get on his motorcycle and ride from Long Island to Oregon to kind of confront what's in this letter. And along the way, before he leaves, he reconnects with a uh, his Vietnam veteran friend who he hasn't seen in a long time, which is played by Keith David, who they mm -hmm. were both in Platoon together. Right. That's cool. Yeah, so then they meet people along the way, and some people are, uh, you know, uh, Bruce Stern and Penelope Ann Miller and yeah. Jeff Fahey. Have your butterflies kicked in yet, or have you passed it? Uh, I, I don't even know if I've had time to even think about butterflies. Okay. You know? <laughs> I wish I did. Somebody said to me, you know, when you were making this movie, you had to be probably really excited that you were finally making it. And the reality of it is I kind of liked having all the jobs I had on it because it just kept me focused on yeah. what I was doing. Because if I probably would have been cast as just an actor in this film, right. I probably would have had a different view of going in on right. it. But uh, there were moments when I was ri uh, in the motorcycle riding scenes, because mm -hmm. we're riding, and I remember just at one point, like earlier on in the shoot, I'm looking at the two riders in front of me, and we, my camera guy, who's an awesome guy, Jesse Brunt, we would, we would go, he was like, just go down the street, I'll film you leaving, and then I'll film you coming back, and we'll use that somewhere. So I remember looking at the riders in front of me, and then in the, in the side mirror, I could see the whole camera crew behind me, all the right. trucks and everything like that. It was almost like a roar came out, like a line. Right. I don't yeah. know where. I'm, I'm not doing so, this. Yeah, right like now. I'm not the sort of person either that right. even happened, but it just kind of came out instinctively, and that was like the coolest thing. But I will say, That's every awesome. once in a while, when I was looking through the dailies of the scenes we were going to keep and cut and all that sort of stuff, I'd be in my house down the block from you, yeah, and. Um, and I'd be looking at a scene that Tom Berenger and Keith David were in, and I'm kind of watching them. And before I know, I find myself watching this as if I'm watching somebody else's stuff. Right. Perfect. Like, I'm not even thinking that I right. am involved yeah. as like much as I am. Consumer of it, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, wow. And then I had, like, I had to snap out of it a little bit. I'm like, oh, wow, right. I, I, I <laughs> That's this, it's yours. You know? And then I'll see myself walk on screen, and I'm like, ah, all right, now it's ruined. This is Carmine Cangelosi who made the movie uh, American Dresser. So, yeah, so you're talking about all these big stars. How do you get them to work for you? Like, you're not Martin Scorsese. You're a regular guy. You're from Oakdale. Uh, you know, a movie that's really starting to get you out there. How do you get them to work for you? Did it work out okay? You're working with people, and you don't know how they're going to be. You know? Right. But I always tried. I mean, I always I knew everything these actors have done. They've been in all yeah. so much stuff. So, but I, what I would do when Judy Gershon was in Bound. Did yeah. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ever see it? Have I imagined? I would really love to kiss Judy Gershon. So if you put well, her in your little crime thriller, it's actually a role that I think she would do very well in. But um, it was almost like they were very cool about everything. All the actors. So when I went to cast them, I said to my casting agents, "I want cool people on this thing. I don't want to be telling some actor." Uh, knocking on that trail mm -hmm. saying get out of your trailer right. I'm not dealing with that that's right. just not who I am 
So I was fortunate that they gave me some really cool actors with some just a cool vibe down to earth. So everybody that I met was great. Easy. But when it came to promoting it, we promoted it in L.A. with Tom Berenger and Keith David. Like Berenger's, him and his wife and my family are very close at oh, this that's point. Cool. And then Fahey, I've hung out with plenty of times, and he's a, he's a piece of work, and he's great, too. But Keith is <laughs> the coolest guy there Dude, is. you're on Long Island. You know if you become a name dropper, you got problems, right? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Your friends will set you straight quick. Oh, my God, they have already. All my friends are cops at five, man. They love exactly. it. Yeah, yeah, they love it. So how many screens are you on, and how many are you going to... What's the goal? Well, what's going on is uh, on uh, last, this past Friday, the 21st, uh, we had 10 theaters uh, across America, mm-hmm. and uh, I was lucky enough to get uh, a theater on Long Island. It's, I think it's yeah. uh, Stony Brook 17. Yep. Yeah, but then it's also on demand on iTunes, mm-hmm. all streaming services, Amazon and stuff. That it'll be on there for as long as it's on there. Right. So you can. Then I think DVDs. I think they said to me are coming out November six. So hopefully the next couple of Social months. Social media, a, man. You don't need to yeah. get people in the theaters anymore. As long as they just stream it and watch it on Netflix or Word iTunes or whatever, just watch yeah. from home. It doesn't yeah. matter. Money with money. So well, good. listen. The movie's called American Dresser. This is Carmine Cangellosi. Um, go check it out. Get it on demand, iTunes, and all that other stuff. Man, I wish you the best of luck, and we'll have a drink at the wharf. Absolutely. <laughs> I look. <laughs> I got I got the first round. Right on. You're a good story, Carmine. Really right cool. Good Thank luck. you. I appreciate really it. Really cool Long Island story. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. I yeah, wish no you problem. the best, man. That's that's uh that's cool. Cool. And I am a big fan of your work, so I've listened to <laughs> BAB and you guys. So it's kind of a cool thing meeting you guys as well. Right yeah, on. Thanks. Man. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Right. Say well, stuff like that. It can't help but like you. Exactly. <laughs> He's a cool Uh We got rain this morning. How do you not root for that guy? Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, rain moving across the island. It's almost done. East End's still getting it, though. But here's Ted. Right now on the LIE, we have an accident westbound by the... Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.